0: Right now, let's get to Mish Schneider, Director of Trading Education and Research over at MarketGage.com. Mish, so glad to see you. So let's talk about earnings season, right? Um, You know, Tom White was on with us. He was talking about the beat rate being more than 75%. There have been a lot of bright spots in earnings. How would you describe what's been going on?
1: Well, it's great to see some of the earnings that have come in, and it's great to see that the earnings have done better, particularly, I like what Facebook did, because so many people thought Facebook was completely dead in the water. But we also have to step back and say that that was a reflective of last quarter. So now what's going to happen going forward? And that's really where everything sort of fits into this big picture of stagflation. And also, by the way, a lot of these companies have still continued to announce huge of their own stock buybacks. So that also kind of skews the results a little bit here. So I think if we really just want to take a little bit of a view above ground and look down, we're still seeing a stagflation environment develop. Obviously, the GDP number suggested more of a recession, but I really don't think we're going into a recession in the typical recession way, in that we do have some strong pockets of the economy, but we still have a situation that's different here, and that's the Federal Reserve. So all of these earnings that have really reflected only a quarter of a percent rise in interest rates could be looking a whole lot different if the rates go up at the meeting next week which will keep the market, I guess, in a more range-bound situation, but certainly will take the the, the wind out of the sail of some of these rallies that we're seeing like on days like today,
0: yeah. I like how you say if the rates go next week, right? You know. You know that we're thinking. Yes. Are you thinking 25, 50, what are you thinking? Well, I thought the last time
1: the Fed should have announced 50, but they didn't. So it's really hard to predict. I would say that they will be encouraged by this earnings season and about some of the power of the consumer spending and the return from COVID and probably go for 50. But the right. reality of the situation will then start to sink into a lot of these investors that are piling in right here.
0: Sure, sure. Tell me about uh, your, what you've been watching. I mean, I know you get into stocks and sectors, you get out. What kind of moves have you been making lately?
1: Well, coming into the last really couple of weeks, we were really heavy into a lot of commodities. And so we've taken profits there and we're looking around at certain equities. Interestingly enough, I think Facebook could actually hold up. Obviously, if the whole market tumbles, we know nothing really lasts very well. But I like Facebook. I like uh, Lind Place, which is a German company, L-I-N, that reported earnings yesterday. Uh, I'm also watching like Monster Beverage. Uh, That earnings report doesn't come up until June, but that's doing very well. What I'm trying to do, oh, and believe it or not, cannabis, you wanna talk about the most beat up sector of anything, maybe Teladoc now is the new beat up sector, but if you really wanna look at cannabis, I think that there's still an opportunity there that if it gets going a little bit, we could see stocks like Tilray go up, maybe even the MSOS, which is the United States ETF, although Canada looks a little bit more enticing. And I'm looking at the Bitcoin mining space right now. That all of these things are trying to bottom out. And so if things don't collapse, that's where I would probably go.
0: Yeah, understood. I, I find the uh, cannabis story, intriguing because people got hit first of all they celebrated when stocks in that group were up hundred percent only to see them really pulling back the last few years they've been waiting and waiting and waiting so patiently for legislation or things to go in the, in favor of cannabis and now we've been getting some glimpse of hope whether it's regulatory um some some more clarity in that or legislation that's moving forward like in new jersey They even in the New York Post talked about New York City pizzas maybe having cannabis somehow. Uh, I'm not sure I'm quite ready for that, but so when you look at MSOS, right, um, there's so many names in cannabis that you you have here at home in the US, you have Canada, you can do this um, in other ways through other companies, right? You have MJ, I mean, tell me a little bit more about this trade. You have to be patient, right? You
1: you do have to be patient, although I thought today was particularly interesting. Just let's take a stock like Tilray. I like to look at Tilray. I mean, it was a meme stock for a minute. I think it was last year, um, but it's a Canadian based stock. And it dropped when we had the big sell off in February and made a low. Today, it came within cents of that low and started to rally with the overall market. Hmm. And- That's the kind of thing I like to look for, because then you have a real good risk. You know you're wrong if it breaks that low, you're not risking that much, and you have a tremendous amount of upside. And that's really why we're more traders, we're not passive investors, we look for these sort of opportunities, and obviously if we get a really good rally, we would start to take some profits. But talking about the legislation, I just want to mention Janet Yellen herself said that she was for regulating, allowing regulations between the, the interbanks from state to state when it comes to cannabis. I mean, that would just interesting, be huge, and it's right. coming from Annie Ellen. So. Um, but yeah. I, I don't want to lose track of time here, because I do want to talk a little bit about the metals, because they've been so out of favor. And I want to talk about central banks, they have been doing manipulation where they have been trying to sell the gold to stop it from inflating and instead buying the U.S. dollar. And as we know, the dollar has gone to like five-year highs right here. They did that in the 60s. It was called Brenton Woods Conference and it was called the Gold Pool. And there's some parallels here in that they're buying the dollar, selling against the gold. And at any point that that dollar starts to come down, that selling of the gold is going to catch them in a bad situations. So we're really still very focused here on gold in particular in terms of the metals as maybe the best opportunity going forward as things start to get more out of control, not just with the banks and the currency, but even with the inflation narrative and geopolitics.
0: So, so with gold at two week lows and a very strong dollar, right, several year high, versus the yen. Um, the euro's been having a hard time as well. So you're saying to buy gold here because as the dollar at some point starts to give, then gold will get a jump. Is that right?
1: Yes, but that's not the only reason why gold will jump. I think what will it's happen is- It's an inflation is, hedge, right? Right, exactly. And geopolitics. I mean, we haven't exactly resolved the Ukraine-Russia right. issue. So yeah, all of yeah. those reasons. I think there's yeah. levels of gold right here. If we're not at the bottom of this particular correction, we're darn close to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mish, thanks so much for being on with us today. Always a great, intelligent conversation. I hadn't even heard uh, Janet Yellen's comments there on cannabis, so I thought that was interesting. Thank you, Mish Schneider, Director of Trading Education and Research at MarketGage.com. Thank you.